Honorable Minister, thank you so much for joining us here on uh, Ubuntu Radio. Let's talk about your participation at this uh, year's uh, Africa Mining Endeavor. Um, what some of the meetings that you have participated in, but just generally, Uganda is a country's participation. Thank you very much. First of all, I'm excited about the theme of this year's Mining Endeavor, which really energizes us to, to, to move in a bold manner because the theme realizes the fact that we need to, to, to deal with, uh, with the, the mining industry, bearing in mind that if you don't do it, you will not get the minerals that you need to facilitate the transition, the energy transition that, that the world requires. So I was excited to hear uh, uh, from the president, President uh, His Excellency Ramaphosa, when he was addressing us at the opening ceremony where he encouraged us to really be bold for a brighter future. And he realized that the mining industry is like sunrise in, in, the, in the development agenda. We have just emerged from uh, G77, for example, in your country, which you are chairing now, building platform. And, and the last week, the big issue was on Africa to benefit from its mineral as well, with the president was talking about, also your president was talking about. Just important is that conversation being carried forward at these meetings as well for Africa to benefit, especially from the natural resources that it has, including your country. Uh, first of all, it is in such a forum like uh, Mining Idaba, which pulls all African countries to come together. And we must use this opportunity to speak with one voice to be able to know the journey that we are moving and to say no to any disruption. Because energy transition, which the world is grappling with, needs facilitation. And most of African countries do not have money to invest in the industry. So we, we, we rely on, on, on donors who are again putting conditions. Some of them, some of the financiers uh, have, have, have moved away from financing fossil fuel for example, because it is dirty. But most, if not all, African countries are targeting fossil fuel to get money to be able to invest now in the energy transition which the world is yearning for. Energy transition is expensive. It needs money to invest in power generation, transmission and distribution. So where are we going to get money from? And you cannot rely on borrowing money to invest into electricity generation because, again, the power that will be generated will not be affordable because you have borrowed money expensively. So we have our, our minerals. The world is yearning for critical minerals. Africa has the minerals. So why don't we strike a deal? Let the Western world bring in the new technology so that we observe the environment requ environmental requirements. You know, bring the technology. The minerals will remain in Africa. What Africa has to do, especially now that we are all here, is to make sure that we have the same laws in as far as value addition to our minerals is concerned. Don't allow our minerals to leave Africa when they are not processed. And even if they are processed, let those minerals facilitate the industries in Africa. If it is manufacturing cars, let the cars be manufactured in Africa. Where are the minerals that facilitate the manufacturing of cars, telephones and all that, solar panels, be done where the minerals are so that our people can get the jobs, so that our people can get the technology. There will be technology transfer 
and the communities will benefit. So that is the voice that must come out of mining in Aba. That is the voice, a voice for Africa. Borders must be closed for unprocessed minerals. In every country in Africa, borders must be closed. No, import, no exportation of unprocessed minerals. Yes. Is Africa united on that? Are you, you're getting a sense that the continent is speaking in one voice on this matter? Yes, because even at the African Union level, there is an organization to make sure that our, our, our minerals are safeguard. So Africa is coming out speaking the same, the same voice. Yes. Let's, let's conclude by looking at Uganda's message at this year's um, uh, mining in Daba as well. What are some of the key messages you want to, to send out, but also what you proud your country to, to, to do, but also your ministry in terms of how is making sure that it's beneficial, beneficial. Those who want to invest in your country uh, make, are also investing in the local communities at which those minerals are found. First of all, Uganda is an investor-friendly country. We welcome everybody to come and invest in Uganda. Secondly, we have the laws in place. When you come, you can't get stranded. We have carefully come up with policies that facilitate investment in whatever sector. Thirdly, um, we have critical minerals which we have where we have given uh, the first large-scale mining licenses. For example, the rare earth minerals. Uh, one of the companies in Uganda has been uh, uh, given the, the mining lease to begin on the mining. So this is a very welcome idea. And there are conditions that accompany that mining lease. Uh, uh, for example, that large-scale mining uh, lease must take care of the requirement of production sharing agreement where government participates into the business. You know, government holds 15%. So that gives confidence, more confidence. If you were in business with government, government is in charge of protection, is in charge of, uh, uh, is in charge of all the laws. So that means we've given, you are on sure deal that you will walk the journey until we see factories in Uganda, okay? And uh, we are lucky that we have the best weather, best climate, best people. So Uganda is for everyone, but we want the communities in Uganda to benefit. Yes. Minister, let me thank you so much for your time. Really a pleasure to talk to us. You are welcome. You are welcome.